Today, a special episode of Return to Reason, where knowledge and wisdom intersect. When pandemic measures severely threatened the post-secondary education of many young Canadians, my guest today started an organization dedicated to helping these students and lobbying the public and private sector to choose science and common sense over political strategy. Students Against Mandates has been on a mission to advocate for concerned students for over a year now. Thanks for joining us today, Lee. Thank you so much for having me. Really excited to be here. Now tell me the story about Students Against Mandates. What made you get up and do something about mandates? Well, in August of 2021, I received an email from the president of my college, Red River College, uh, just stating that unvaccinated students would not be allowed to return to campus, even if they um, had exemptions or anything like that. There was, there was no exemptions for them and no exceptions. So I took issue with that. At the time, I was an online student and this mandate would not have affected me, but I knew there were students, let's say nursing students and whatnot, who would need to be on campus and they would not be allowed to, and they would not be able to get access to wow. education. And I took issue with that. So it started with just sending an email to the president, uh, a lengthy email, just requesting um, a meeting. And, you know, it was very respectful, but saying, you know, there's a group of concerned students who'd like to talk to you because uh, they take issue with these mandates and didn't hear back from him. It kind of, I, I kept, I kept sending emails and voicemails and everything ended up getting an email saying that they would not talk to me and that their, um, their wow. stance was firm. So I started an Instagram account and my, my background is in graphic design. So I decided what can I do as a student for a very long time? I felt like, um, what can I do? I'm not a doctor or a lawyer or a politician. I, I don't feel like I have any power. And I had really seen even prior to the pandemic, this uh, overall like suppression of, of free speech and rise of groupthink and all these different issues, very pervasive, like woke ideology that I didn't agree with. And when the, the pandemic hit, I took issue with, with mandates and all these different things. So for a long time, I'd felt frustrated. I wanted to do something. And I, I said to myself, this is it. And if I stay silent, I'm lying to myself. And I just, I don't think that's right. So started the, uh, the Instagram account and it just blew up from there. I got so many students reaching out and contacting me saying that they felt the same way and they'd felt so alone for so long. I even had former teachers of mine, professors contact me anonymously or like privately on Instagram and say that, um, they were going to lose their jobs. And, um, yeah, it, it just, it went from there. Everyone seems to think that all students and anybody in their early 20s, they're all for all that is going on. But that's not what you're finding. Uh, well, you know what? I would say it's overwhelmingly, unfortunately, people do seem to agree with it. But I felt very alone throughout the majority of the pandemic. Um, all the people I knew in my circles supported it and they supported, you know, woke ideology, all these different things. And um it wasn't until I created the Instagram account that I did get people contacting me, but I, I do still think, unfortunately, um, yeah. the majority of people support it and they don't see the issues, the underlying issues. They just see it as, you know, it's a health concern and they're doing this for, for our protection. And to me, there are parallels throughout history that if you look at, you can see the trajectory, you can see where this is going. And that's right. that was kind of what, you know, tipped me off on it. Yeah, for sure. What kind of outreach events does your organization do? Well, we do a lot of different things. It has just continuously expanded. 
So uh, to start, we, we were doing protest and speaking in, engagement, so peaceful protest, just organizing on campuses and downtown. Um, and then we started doing Change My Mind events. So we'd go to Assiniboine Park, like different parks in our city, and we're going to be doing ones at um, the universities come fall when they open up again, just to engage in respectful dialogue with people and ask people questions. Um, I found a lot of people, a lot of students, even teachers, didn't realize online students were getting deregistered from school, even if they were online students. Um, wait, wait, they were getting deregistered? Yes, yeah. Online students? Yes, yeah. Because so they wouldn't get M, vaccinated? Yep, yeah, uh, they wouldn't. It's not even that they wouldn't get vaccinated. There's a number of students who were double vaccinated, but they didn't want to, and they're part of my group, they didn't want to disclose their medical information. And they were deregistered. So they were distance learning students. And because they did not um, uh, submit their, their status, they were deregistered from their classes. Um, and we have lots of students who have contacted and, and sent screenshots like, look, I was deregistered. So it's crazy. And it's, I, that's another thing. People don't even realize it's happening. Like I've, I've gotten people come up to me and say, why are you doing this? Like, I don't, why don't you just go with what's happening. And, and I tell them these things and a lot of them are shocked. A lot of them had no idea that that was happening. So no mainstream media is not picking up the stuff that makes this look bad. They're only yeah. picking up the stuff that makes everything look like everybody's on board. Everybody's for it. And, uh, I meet a ton of people who are not for it. It's just their silence. They're not on yeah. mainstream media. They don't know how to have their voices heard. And that sleeping Absolutely. giant is waking up. Oh, it is. And I can see it day by day. I can see it. Um, I think the Freedom Convoy really helped people to see yes. that they were not alone. Um, yep. And that's had a huge impact. Um, but yeah, some some other things we do as well, too, are um, we serve with community events. So we would host potlucks, dinners, things like that. We did a candy celebration just to bring people who had felt isolated for so long um, together and, and to find like minds. Because to me, I think if you are surrounded by people who will support you, you're going to feel more comfortable to speak up. So we felt that was very important. Um, and then we do interviews. So we've interviewed people with adverse reactions, people who we had one individual who owned a funeral home. So very like personal stories of what they experienced during the pandemic. And then we interview um, experts in the field, thought leaders. Um, we've interviewed Dr. Julie Panessi, Kid Carson, Brian Peckford, um, Dr. Ryan Cole. James Top, like we've we've interviewed so many incredible people who want to talk to young young people. They want to talk to students. They want the younger generations to get involved. So, what would a guy from been, a funeral home tell you? What, what were the stories from funeral homes? Oh, uh, he was telling us that number one, he was seeing as soon as the vaccine rollout happened, there was an increase in all sorts of different problems, heart attacks, strokes, things like that. And then a huge part of the conversation was what he noticed was happening in nursing homes. Um, and he, he had one gentleman, which this just, the story was heartbreaking. Uh, he was at the funeral or the nursing home. And this gentleman said, please get me out of here. I, no one will see me. My family has abandoned me. I don't understand why this is happening. Um, this individual suffered from dementia or something. So he wasn't understanding why his family wasn't able to come visit him. And he was depressed. Um, and this gentleman who owned the uh, funeral home left. And the next day he got a call and said that this, this elderly gentleman had passed. Um, oh, but he was saying, you know, every time I go over there, people are just, it's, it's cruel. And it's, you're torturing people in their final years of life. Let them live it in the way they want to, which would be probably surrounded by their family. 
And that includes even my grandparents. They, they would want to be with their family, not trapped in a nursing home, isolated for the last number of years of their life. Did the, did the guy from the funeral home talk about, or the person talk about, the increase in deaths once vaccines rolled out? Yeah, so he noticed an increase in, in deaths. He noticed that um, there increase in different issues. So like, yeah, heart attacks, strokes, yeah. things like that. That episode's going to be coming out pretty soon in the next couple of weeks, I believe. We're just in the editing process with it. Um, but it's a, an incredible um, interview. And he has since, through experiencing all this, insisted on speaking up. You're doing legal action. Yes. Tell me <laughs> yes, about we that. Are. What, what so, are you doing? we're suing the University of Manitoba. This is one of our main objectives, and it kind of has been since the beginning. When I first started SAM, that was the goal is I want to set a precedent that this can't happen. So yeah. that you you cannot mandate and coerce people into taking an experimental vaccine or putting anything into their bodies for that matter. Um, so we've it took a really long time to find lawyers who would support us um, and take the case. Obviously, it's very controversial. Yep. Um, and we found even there's this um, huge number of, of lawyers who are sort of underground having conversations about this stuff, but they didn't they didn't want to be public about it. But we found um, a fantastic firm who's wanting to be open about their views and, and support us. And um, they're taking on the case right now. We have about 50 students who have um, sent in their or said that they want to be a part of it in some way. So we're right now going through their different stories because we're going to isolate and find certain stories that work for the case and, and take those, those stories. So that's where we're at right now and funding it. So Good for <laughs> we you. have to raise a bit of money, about $250,000. Um, so if anyone wants to donate, head to our website at studentsagainstmandates.ca and there's a donation uh, option there. And you can also, if you want to do a direct transfer where like no money goes to the other like funding sites, it would be just e-transfer sam-president at protonmail.com and all the money goes to directly to the to the suit. I admire you for standing up for what you believe and not not allowing people to dominate you, manipulate you, which is the name of the game Absolutely. all over the place. Um, yeah. What advice would you give young people uh, who are facing the same issues that you're facing right now? My biggest advice is to find like-minded people. And once you do, you will feel so much more empowered to speak up. I, 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 I tell people all the time, I meet with people for coffee all the time. Anyone who asks me, I, I'll meet with them and, and go for a walk and chat um, because I just think connecting with like-minded people is really what gave me the courage. I have to say, it's not like I all of a sudden one day woke up and was like, I, I don't care what anyone thinks. I'm going to do this. I knew all of my friends would disagree with me and, and their friendships with me um, if I spoke up. And it took time and slowly I met more and more people. And then I felt like, you know what? Those aren't true friends who don't, don't like the way that I think. And, and um, if they choose not to be my friend, then that's okay. And I, I respect their decision, but it's so empowering to speak up and you feel free and don't be afraid to be canceled. Cause you know what? It's, it's better on the other side. It's not so bad. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I hear a lot of people saying that, that, you know, they're going to try to cancel you. Uh, and in a lot of cases, if you just stick to your guns, if it's companies and, and finances, uh, in, the, in the long run, they actually don't, aren't able to change much. Don't give into it. And you know what I've noticed about people like you, Lee, is that when you stand up because you see something wrong, you won't be able to live happy if you do nothing at this point. Yeah. 
It is like your eyes got opened and you have to do something. History is filled with people like you that stood up. And uh, when I say filled, I don't mean it's the norm. I just mean there's people that just seem to stand up. And as you continue, it's amazing the amounts of people that begin to come. Starts like a trickle, then it just keeps growing. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. So it's, it's exciting to hear your story. And thank well, thank you. you for being on with us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. You know, when you think about watching Lee, just talking there about standing up, I'm so proud of, of young men and women who at their age literally see where this is going, what's the trajectory of all this thinking and all this action, and rise up and stand against it. And she's right that everywhere, as many voices as we can need to stand up. Organizations need to be started. People need to join together and realize they're not alone. One of the common threads that I hear from so many of the people that I interview is a long period of feeling alone for those who kind of stood up during uh, the pandemic. But now I'm seeing organizations everywhere and heroes rising up and standing for truth and refusing uh, to be literally dominated or manipulated, but standing up and speaking truth. And I encourage everyone, stop being quiet. They say that silence is golden, but I think most of the time it's just yellow. Let's all speak up, speak up with wisdom. Return to Reason is supported by our fans. We are not handcuffed by advertisers or shareholders. The need for media with integrity is more important than ever. Consider becoming a partner and fueling the unheard truth by visiting returntoreason.tv.